Let's pray. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. St. Matthew, St. Mark, St. Luke, St. John make reference to and even describe the baptism of our Lord in the Jordan. Remember, baptism is a word that has many different meanings. Uh, As a word itself, it just simply means to be immersed in something. So it doesn't mean that Jesus received the sacrament of baptism, but he was immersed in the water in a religious ceremony. John's was like the Jewish ritual bathings that are described in the Old Testament, um, except a little, a little different. Uh, the, some of the fathers of the church, St. John Chrysostom, draws out the distinction between the, the Jewish ritual washings, which were a punishment for certain types of sins or certain types of ritual uncleanness, and the baptism of John, which was, as it's described, much more a, a general um, conversion of life and repentance from all sins. And yet, what our Lord is going to establish in the sacrament of baptism, described in Matthew 28 in detail, right? Go, therefore, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. That's altogether um, a new and different thing. Yet it has a connection to the event that we celebrate today. In the accounts of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, John actually doesn't describe the baptism. Ironically, the Gospel of St. John begins with that long prologue with a meditation on the Word of God and St. John the Baptist, the one who came to give testimony to the truth. And yet John's gospel describes the events on the next day and the day after that, not the day of the baptism. It's the day after the baptism that John the Baptist is described as having seen this dove descend on Jesus. Each time, the day after the baptism, he points out, behold, the Lamb of God. And the day after that, He points out to Jesus again, behold the Lamb of God. In Matthew, Mark, and Luke, we have um, two two descriptions of the event and one very, very, um, very brief uh, summary of it. And not only is the dove described, but also... A voice came from heaven. You are my beloved son. With you I am well pleased. But no one's described as hearing that voice. At the very least, as we read the Gospels, 
we understand that Jesus heard this voice. And at the very least, we know that John the Baptist saw the, the Holy Spirit descend like a dove. We do know also that John the Baptist had been told ahead of time in a message from heaven. The one upon whom he sees the dove descend, that is the Christ. That's the Messiah. And so this is the second of the great epiphanies. The first being the adoration of the Magi. The second, the baptism in the Jordan. The third being the wedding feast of Cana. The epiphany is this sudden realization and sudden understanding. Consider the different waves and the different levels that an epiphany is happening here. For whom was the baptism of the Lord an epiphany when it happened? One person, John the Baptist. The next day he told people, behold the Lamb of God. For them, it was an epiphany. And for the people who didn't hear it that day or who needed to hear it again, two days after the baptism, John the Baptist again points him out and says, behold the Lamb of God. We read the Holy Gospels knowing, of course, how the story ends, that he will die and rise and will be known as the, understood as the second person of the Holy Trinity, the only begotten Son of God the Father. And for us, decades later and centuries later, this is an epiphany. This is further confirmation of what we have come to know because of his resurrection, because of his praying to God the Father, because of his sending God the Holy Spirit. It's not just a confirmation of what we already know, but it's an invitation to understand even better what he has revealed. One way of thinking of these different solemnities and feast days of the season on Christmas Day, it was revealed to us that Jesus was born. And the angels proclaimed him the Messiah. When the Magi came to adore him on the Feast of Epiphany, it reveals to us what he is, a king, a sacrifice, and God himself. Today is revealed to us 
who he is. The Son of the Father. And that's how his baptism, an opportunity for us to understand more deeply who he is, relates to what happened when we were baptized. Didn't reveal something about us, it actually changed us. We became adopted sons and daughters of God the Father, made possible by the death and resurrection of Christ, which won for us not just forgiveness of sins, but something even far greater, a share in the life of the Trinity. So no matter what, no matter what you have done, no matter how disappointed you are in yourself, you know always and no matter what, if you're baptized, it used to be the case for a few hundred years, you weren't even allowed in church to even see Mass unless you were baptized. So if you're not baptized, you're we're very happy that you're visiting. Um, hopefully this will be true of you one day. If, since you are baptized, you, the ones I'm looking at, you know forever and no matter what, you are an adopted son, an adopted daughter. You are a child of God. That's not anything that can ever be taken away. That's not something you've received. It's revealed who you are. Because you were created with that potential. You were created so that that would come to pass. The only thing that is described in the Bible as predestined, the word predestined occurs twice in the writings of St. Paul. The only thing that is described as predestined is that we would have divine, son, we would have sonship, rather, sonship through Christ. That Christ would come into the world to make us children of God. It's not as though you're a great sports car and all of a sudden you took it to a garage and they cut it up and added nitrous oxide. It's possible, but the car wasn't made for that. No, rather what you realize is that you are that vehicle that already had all the canisters and all the piping and all the wiring for the nitrous oxide. It just didn't have the nitrous oxide. You were made in order to become a child of God by adoption. It's not something after the fact. You actually have become he or she whom you were meant to be. I don't see any doves hovering over people, but we don't need to. So we thank the Lord, not only for revealing himself to us, but by revealing himself to us, revealing who we are, how we were made, and why we exist.
Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end.